Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sans Pants Radio. Support your local artists. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm George. I'm Cass. And we're fine. Super fine. So fine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, blue skies. Hello, lovely day. ba da ba ba da 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 Kind of yeah. fine, I think. I don't know. Nah, it's been up and down. How's everybody? <laughs> Actually, I'm feeling a bit better because I've been sleeping very badly for like three weeks. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe it. I can't sleep well anymore. And then I just realized I didn't put extra dunas on my bed. So I was sleeping slightly colder. So I did it again. I did <laughs> it again. The second time. It's the second no. time. And I was I love- really on top of it this time as well. I love that the majority of your problems seem to be fixed by just bedtime. Like, it just seems to be like, uh, one less pillow, one more pillow, an extra layer of doona, one less. Joy, well, just... Mm. Everyone's got to join Georgia's cult. You can fix your any problem you have with bed math. <laughs> it, it's look. It's the crazy part is because of what happened last year. I was like, I'm going to be on top of it this year. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. on top of it, right? Yep. So now I'm lying down. I'm like, am I cold? I'm like, yeah, I'm a bit cold, but like, because you know, I got to stretch out, wait a bit, warm up, and it'll be fine. But then obviously, just because it's not, I never woke up and it was like freezing. It was just, it was just that little bit that's clearly just exactly. a bit not comfortable. There's, there's, there's so you wake up really temper- temperature for you. It's just like uh, you're basically like the Goldilocks of the group. Just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I think I think I just might be like a, a lizard. Because <laughs> um, like being cold blooded doesn't mean like you like cold. Being cold blooded means you need a very specific temperature at all times. It yeah, can't yeah. be too cold or too You'll hot. Oh uh, yeah, so I think that's me. I think that's me. So it turns out yeah, I kind of been too hot, too cold. Okay, so um, I often describe myself as a shark because if I don't stop moving, I die. But I like that you're a lizard, Cass. You? Um, I don't know what what can get squashed easily but doesn't die. <laughs> Most bugs. Most bugs. And and I guess. No, they ants? fall. No, ants, ants die. die oh, God, I've killed so many ants. Well, I think I've not... mentioned previously, if, if I wake up with ants filling my mouth, I deserved it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair weird enough. horror thing, but okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, nah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, so we'll come back to what can get squished easily. Let's just mull on that until we can think of <laughs> no, that. Keep oh, my, a down. dog? No, no. They have a spine that can easily Jellyfish? break. Jellyfish? Jellyfish. They splurt. No, it's mm. got to be an insect. Yeah, like no, an insect all... with a tough carapace. Yeah, yeah, but they they all look tough on the outside. That's that can't. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, we'll, we'll mull on this one. People yeah. look at me and they're like squishable, <laughs> but I get back up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so okay, so it was it was a temperature thing for you. So it was a temperature thing, yeah. Which is uh, so that was two days ago. <laughs> I did that switch, mm-hmm. and uh, look, I'm excited. I, I don't know if I've had enough nights in a row to really confirm this. Okay, I think I need two or three more before I can be like, all right, you know what? This has been the problem. 
Because if you know me, I'm a big fan of most of your issues probably aren't what you think the issue is. It's probably something as dumb as you need sleep or you're hungry. Yeah, fair. I actually just think genuinely. I know that's simplifying a lot. Like, you know, uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I get mental health no. and all that, and I'm not denying that. Look, I'm like a lot of the problems people think they have mm. is actually probably more concrete than they realize. Yeah, look, I was having a, a terrible Saturday night. Like, I, I was like this weekend. I was like, I was feeling down. I was feeling like almost on, like almost on the verge of like tears slash like I was just having a bad time. I was just like, you know, just kind of feeling a bit low, feeling a bit grumpy. And I was just like, I just don't want to be around people. I got a fucking headache. I just want to go to bed. I want to go to sleep. I'm just mad and just annoyed. And I could just feel myself kind of seething, but also kind of getting like a lot of self-hate. Slept for 12 hours. (laughs) Wow. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Just great. That's good. (laughs) That is good. Yes. So emotional <laughs> reflexology. Yeah, I guess that's the word. Yes. I, is that what that is? Well, so reflexology is like there are points on different parts of your body that correspond to parts inside of your body. So like, you know, the reflexology where like they touch one point in your foot and that part of your hurts and it's like, oh, you've got a liver issue and then they massage your foot and then you're well uh, again. Okay. That principle, but emotionally. I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, go, well, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like magic to me, but all right. Yes. <laughs> Does, Every science witchcraft. is magic until you get it. <laughs> yeah, go, well, but is this science? <laughs> it hasn't you been unproven, maybe. We don't know yet. I haven't done the research. None yeah. of us have done the research, George. <laughs> How dare you? You know that. <laughs> All no right. Listens when you do. God. <laughs> I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, that's my uh, sleep so or hunger. So, if you're feeling a bit blue, have a nap and then eat something. Well, yeah. It's like that classic gag someone says, it's like, I think it's a meme or whatever, where they're like, Doctor, how can I make myself feel better? They're like, uh, well, you just got to, you know, eat healthy, don't smoke, don't have too much sugar, sleep like eight hours a night and don't drink too much caffeine. And they're like, yeah, but what about in spite of that? Like, is it, that's, <laughs> it's like the classic thing. It's like, yeah, if you've got problems, like probably like there's some very obvious things you could try to fix first mm. as much as you can, which is impossible in this mm. world as well when you're too stuck in habits and all that it's really hard mm. I'm, but I've, I'm super healthy at the moment as well because mm. I'm fasting I'm vegan like you I'm not and, vegan and I'm vegetarian vegetarian yes yeah. you mass murderer <laughs> you god I hope you're enjoying all the calf souls that are at death because of you why <laughs> I don't know. I'm not eating veal. I should have picked no, chickens. No, but they, they do like, I'm pretty sure it's like. <laughs> those chickens with those swollen cloacas. Yeah. That's on me. That's on you, yeah. Sorry, sure. sorry. Gaping cloacas. Is that better, Cass? You gave me a look. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> hey, do you want to share everyone your wonderful tweet? Uh, which one? About donuts. Uh, <laughs> Hey, I thought of that in the shower, chuckled to myself and tweeted it out, and I was very happy with it. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, why don't we call donuts pastry gates? I think it's great, <laughs> because every time you and um, Jackson, friend of the show, mention gapes, I uh, switch off and refuse to learn what it really is. Yeah. I have an idea, <laughs> and I refuse to be taught. I don't, Look, I don't know what it is. So, oh, don't. Don't. Uh, again, there's a lot of, like, I find this weird because, like, a lot of, um, like, moist, right, is, is a word that a lot of people hate. Mm-hmm. People just can't stand that word. Like, I've dated a couple of people. They're like, oh, God, ew, don't say the word moist. But moist to me can be fine because if you have a delicious cake, a, a way to describe that would be, oh, this is a delicious thick. cake. It's very, very thick. <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> Juicy. Yeah. That's what you want from a cake. Fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> but needs my cream. Needs my yeah. cream. Uh, um, 
uh, and bukkake. So all great ways to describe a cake. Uh, but, but a moist cake is good. Mm. But like you can, nothing that is gaping is ever good. What do you mean? It could be going into that gaping black hole. Never good. To 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 travel across the universe? No, no, I the gaping. No, it's the not... gaping mouths looked in awe at the second coming of Jesus. See, I've heard Ew. of Ew. <laughs> 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 they managed to make that dirty don't, too. Don't yeah. for Jesus. You just change it to Jesus. Hey, that's a porno. <laughs> You're doing a weird Lent, George. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gone crazy. But um, yes, I think there's so many other words in the English language that are a lot worse and have more terrible connotations than moist. Because for me, gape is one of them. But also, I find that just word very hilarious. It's very funny. No, I think I think you need. uh, I think this. It's got that the s in the word is important. That's like a flaccid is like a dirty word. Mm. It's imagining how like the sound is actually part of what makes it filthy. So it's like moist, moist. Like it's just filthy. It's It's a yucky sound. Whereas gape just sounds like. Can't really say that dirty because it's got the p. No, I don't know. It just sounds to me like a like a thud. Gape. Yeah, it's not really that. That's just yeah. That's just thuggish. It's not really like dirty. Not like oh hello. It's it's comedy. Would you like some moist? Moist is onomatopoeic. I think that's Mm -hmm. the issue. When you say moist, people think of moist and then people are raised wrong and have wrong friends who tell them wrong things about what is moist and what is not moist. But, yeah, you know, if cake's dry, no one likes it. Exactly. You've got to have moist cake. But nothing that's ever gaped is good. You're still saying that. Like, as in, uh, I just looked up what gape means without looking up any pictures. <laughs> and uh, look, you're, you're not wrong in that sense. But a gaping big hole that you're about to walk, the, the, the lion's mouth in Aladdin. Again. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good, is it? Yeah. Um, if people talk about having a gaping soul or a gaping wound, mm-hmm. it can be very good, but only in a literary sense where I'm trying to read and be like, wow, what a good descriptor. The thing is never good. don't want to eat <laughs> a gaping cake. You do because you love a donut. <laughs> Bagel, sorry. A savoury gape. Ah, <laughs> oh, savoury gape. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, anyway, hey, George, how was Perth? I don't, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Not I just, how are you now? I'm, I'm how was just, Perth? <laughs> just, it was just, fine. I don't know. Yeah, okay, right. We're going, we're going back fine. to that. Yeah, this is the first. <laughs> well, it's been a while. It's been a while. I've got to get used to coming back in and talking about gaping. You always teach me new things in here. It's fun. <laughs> You're welcome. And now you've taught everyone else who listens as well. You're um, welcome. Don't Google it. Just don't. Don't yeah, ask don't. your friends. <laughs> uh, Perth was good, actually. Mm. Um, so it was a uh, it first year. So these kind of things are always going to be take more than that to kind of pick up. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh was a unique thing when I did it there because it was like it it just ha- I don't know it just works there really well. Maybe I think part I think part of the reason is because the show is called a book lovers comedy show. A lot of yeah. people get nervous that it's going to be super geeky. Mm. I think that's I think that's a genuine concern which I don't know how to fix. Because it's not like it is, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like well, you've seen yeah. it. It's not like yeah. It's not. It's not at all exclusionary. Well, we have the same problem in when we went to Edinburgh because we did um you know, have this other show, Plumbing the Death Star in Edinburgh, and there were people that just walked out because like halfway through, you know, well not even halfway through, you know, we're starting talking about Godzilla and that kind of stuff, or how you, you capture and display a King Kong, and they're like, "This isn't a Star Wars," and they leave. So it sounds like the opposite problem to me. <laughs> you, got, you had extra people as a result of your name. <laughs> but it's this kind of thing where it's just like you have that expectation and then it's just like, oh, so, you know, they have that expectation of, ah, oh, nerdy. But it's like, no, no, it's 
Like I'm it is, but it's not. Yeah, have you ever like... loved a book? Yes. <laughs> it's so bad. Tick. <laughs> have I you think... ever looked at a book? Yes. Like, tick. That's what I mean. It makes it such a safe bet for like in Edinburgh because it's part of the free festival. Everyone's like, yeah, I would go check that out, whatever. And like there's this spirit there of everyone going to see everything. Mm. And everyone comes and loves it. Um, but yeah, it's just here it's a bit harder just to get people in through the door. And Perth yeah. was poorly set up in terms of like I was kind mm. of in a – unless I did extremely well, there was actually no way I could have made okay. – gotten ahead there. Um, which is a combination of a bunch yeah. of things, so that wasn't just the best planning. Um, yeah. uh, festival shows, they are, are a fun time. There's, I feel like a lot of money ends up going into it, and like, I mean, this is a bit a peek behind the curtain, but they're pricey. They can be very pricey, as in for the performer, because yeah. there's like so many registration fees, venue fees, um, just whatever you're spending on flights, accommodation, if you don't know from that place. Mm. And like for us, when you're performing in like, say, a group of us, you just quadruple or triple <laughs> the price. Um, yeah, nice. And like yeah. the other one I thought was like, is in it, even if you're doing well or whatever, it's like, uh, there's, there's a float that basically between all the festivals and the flights and the bookings and the accommodation and like from here to, the, to Edinburgh and stuff. It's quite a big float you need throughout the year, which like you're not you're going to get back, mm. but you kind of just need it because you're going to be spending it and getting it back through the festival. And there's always another yeah. one to register for. So it's like it's quite a decent like chunk of change when you look at it. You're like, yeah, fuck. yes, because you know, like, in it's yeah like five, ten, whatever, like thousand dollars, like because it could be even. Oh, so I it's, know. It's, it's and like yeah, the idea is you're getting it back at some point, but it's like that's just like you, but you need that money. You're kind of just sitting there almost. Oh, I know. It's crazy. Like, I, I don't really want to say the amount of money we've spent, um, like, doing a tour and that kind of stuff yeah. in the UK because it was insane when you add it all up. And it's just like, because you're like, wow, we did really well. You know, when you, you know, take into consideration, you know, like, oh, yeah, merch house were great. Audience that turned up were fantastic. They were, like, you know, really, really lovely, really nice. And, you know, we, you know, sold out the venue or we did this, this, and this. <laughs> but, you know, you sit down, you start analyzing the figures and the numbers. You're like, oh, man. Because <laughs> you're like, what if I just don't include food? Like, I got to eat. That's not really like you know part <laughs> yeah. of travel. You gotta love that one, is yeah. it? Because like that's just food. That's just basic food. But the yeah. moment you include that, it's just oh yeah. Ugh. But the moment you include that, you're just like, dang. Like I just, I don't know. Uh, accountancy in the creative arts is it's 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 depressing. I would say depressing. <laughs> it's this one word to look at it. He's like, wow, we made so much. Oh right. I remember the very first tr- time we went up to um, Sydney as as a, as a group. We were like, oh cool, we did really well. We're up there for um, just the day. Oh, sorry, just a couple of days, and we you know performed really well, and it was like, oh, great, like we oversold the venue. It was insane. It was it was just wonderful, and we're like, cool. And then as we got back, I remember it was like you know the three, the three of us or four of us, I think, and it was just kind of like, cool. All right, well, here's the money we got from you know performing, and you're like, okay, cool. All right, here is all that. Okay, let's take away food, let's take away accommodation, <laughs> let's take away car hire. All right, we've all got 20 bucks. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> it's like super good, yeah. super good. It's those wonderful little, um, there's those little hidden costs you don't end up like really thinking about. And for me, a lot of them was like venue hire. And I've noticed, in you know, particularly with like um, certain festivals, they like to gouge you good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's always just very, very fun doing those kind of things. Yeah, it's just the classic thing. As soon as like uh, anything's well set up, the corporations will come in and <laughs> screw everyone else and make maximum profit from all the idiots who don't know how to manage finances as well and aren't as on top of things, which we all are. Hi. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I think that's part of like, yeah. It's oh, just yeah, we annoying. have um, a recording fee. Uh, we do it per the uh, 30 minutes. And <laughs> yeah. I noticed your show went over uh, into the hour 10 mark. So that's actually um, yeah, just, three uh, lots of recording that you owe us. Oh, and all. 
also, uh, we provided a technician. I know when we asked if you needed one, it did seem like it was on the house and free, but it actually wasn't <laughs> uh, as part of the venue cost. And uh, uh, by the way, you know, just audience chairs? Yeah, that, that costs money as well. Oh, did you have chairs on stage? Oh, yeah, there's a chair on stage fee. <laughs> oh, no. And you're like, mm, mm, good. I love this job. It's great. You can't budget for something if they don't tell you what it'll cost. <laughs> yeah, the no, you dogs. cannot. <laughs> anyway, that's... bloody dogs, yeah, <laughs> bloody dog curse. Yeah. Yeah. Just... I call people dogs now. That's my thing. Yeah, it's fun, <laughs> but yeah, and also ah, oh, there's another thing that ha- like is also <laughs> we were very very lucky as well because when we did one of the festivals, I forget which one, but the venue we did it, they went under. And they couldn't pay a lot of the performance. Oh, yeah. Um, and I Perth? Think, yeah. Yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah, and it was like 90% of the people that, or something like that that were performed there didn't get um, any sort of fees. Mm. They didn't get their uh, cut of the uh, sales or whatever. We were very, very lucky in that we were somehow one of the very few that did. Um, <laughs> and I just don't know why. <laughs> but it was ridiculous because I'm like, Perth, especially if you're coming over from the East Coast like we are, it's pricey. Yeah, yeah. Plane tickets so alone are expensive. expensive. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, accommodation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Isn't and everything then- inflated over there because of the mining boom? Uh, sure. <laughs> yes. Were cafes more dear over there? Yeah. I don't know. If they were open. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's expensive everywhere now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can't imagine um, if you were performing um, as part of that sort of place or part of that kind of group and then, you know, doing that for... Because, you know, we're very lucky in that we don't actually go over and perform for like 30 days in a row. We're there for usually like a weekend and we do two shows or even like four shows and we're out or whatever. Um, imagine just going there the whole run and then being like, oh, by the way, no, you don't. Yeah, you, it's crazy. You don't get paid anything. So you. Yeah. Um, I, oof, I don't know. Like, you thought you didn't make money before. Oh, exactly. Well, just wait. I know. I was like, because I remember before this, it was, you know, talking to our producer and we're looking at the figures and that kind of stuff. And we're like, uh, we didn't make a huge amount. In fact, like, we, we made a loss, but it was like, you know, we, we could eat that loss, but that was with ticket sales. And yeah. imagine being like, oh, not kidding. <laughs> it's just, yeah. just like, great. And also, oh, good, 30 days of my life. Yeah. Also, yeah. Thank like, you. Just even the concept, because I, I, did, I did a short run of a play, um, yeah. and we were sort of told that <clears throat> there was a certain number of seats we had to fill every night mm. for the play to make any money at all. So there was yep. like a seat <laughs> threshold of like yep. if this many yeah. people sit down each night, that's, that's how you know you get paid. And yeah. so like every night we like, you know, you could look into the audience, you'd see it and be like, okay, we're not... No. Okay. Oh, okay. You know that that was a bit more than that. No, we we didn't get paid. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This is, um, this is a non-paid event. Okay. Yeah. Which is fine. I went into it expecting well, exactly. that, but um, but I can't imagine the yeah. We've spoken before. Stand-up comedians. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. The, going out you. onto a stage every night for thirty days, getting one night off a week, giving up all of your evenings, then ruining your days because you're sleeping in, and then every night being like, I have to sell this many seats at every single show for thirty days, mm. otherwise I don't make money. And then you get, you'll get like, and it happens. You'll have like a few days of lull and a few days of zoom up, and like you just have a run. There's no way you couldn't have a running tally in your head, being like, Am I going to have money after this? Yeah, the secret is to not keep track because otherwise <laughs> it makes you sad. Yeah. Um, There's got to be a point where he's like, you know, what? I don't care. I just don't care anymore. Well, there is like, there, the funny thing is, this is going to sound like kind of crazy, but especially when you first start out, there's like, 
if you're being realistic, you kind of do stop caring a bit because yeah. you're like, I'm losing money. Like, as in what oh, I'm going to yeah. do, I'm going to keep track of how much I'm losing money. Like, as in, it's almost <laughs> like, I've, uh, yeah, because it's like, you're not, you're, not, I've got, you're not losing 50 grand. You know what I mean? Like, as in you're losing like hundreds of dollars, whatever. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and tally every 20 bucks that I'm losing yep. every night. It's like, instead, that's why you just, you just almost stop. Like, you keep trying to push to get people in, but there's a part of you that's like, you definitely stop mentally calculating it's yeah. fundamentally calculate when it's a winning. It's not fundamentally calculate when it's a loss. So oh, yeah. no. well, you kind of even... stop doing that. You're just like, I'm ever, losing and ever, let's leave it at that. Ever done a situation where you think you're winning, so you calculate it and then you realize you're lost, you're lost big. You think you're winning sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> All the time. I'm great. <laughs> Living but, the dream. <laughs> Living the dream. I lie to myself, George. Yeah. All the time. As it turns out, I wasn't winning. For me, that's called day two in Perth. And then... <laughs> And I still had all of Adelaide to look forward to. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Oh, Adelaide. Why don't they pre-buy tickets? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. No, <laughs> yeah. It's a, like for me, my run was like I the good the funny thing is relativity is a nice thing, isn't it? Mm. It's really like when you when you cause like you're like, oh man, that was not a very good run in terms of this and that. And there's some cool mistakes made, um, like in terms of like there's National Writers Week on in Adelaide. Oh, yeah. And like I don't think I checked when it was on before booking my spot. So I should have just been like, no, I'm absolutely not gonna be not on that week. Like I should have to be on that week because that's when like the National Writers Festival's on, everyone's there to see books. I can just sit at the front of there and fly every single person that walks in. That's mm. like you've got the people who would come see the show. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of going to the box office and looking at all these bloody cod chewing freaking idiots and trying to get them to come to a show. These moronic Adelaide imbeciles. Like, God, these Take bloody that. These bullish dogs, buffoons. Dogs. These, I preserve that for... They don't have the dignity of dogs. <laughs> dogs know what words mean. No. <laughs> no, actually, dogs at least know when to sit. Uh, hey, yeah. that was clever. Thank you. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's that not, not, not bad. I was, no, I was... Um, <laughs> I no Adelaide. Oh, they, they were nice. They were nice. The ones that came were nice. Um, and they just, even the ones that said no were nice. Generally, they just were not there to see that, which is totally fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of mistake. You're like, oh, all I had to do was just mm. like I, I, a lot of a show um, is defined by when and where it is. Kind of like, yeah. as in your show can win or lose based just on the venue and the size. And the time that is like so important, and like is in so, so you could have a great thing that just doesn't work because of the venue. So you just get un- and you don't know a lot of the time beforehand, so you can oh, just 100%. get screwed a bit about like oh fuck should done that or that or that. Um, and it's, it's it's imprecise. It's like you're saying you're saying that now. Uh, yes, yeah, so Adelaide was Adelaide was uh, a little bit rough, but then I spoke to other people. Like I spoke to one guy who's got an amazing show, and he was in the garden, and he was like. So, so good. And he's like, oh, man, I was getting lower numbers than that every night. I'm like, oh, all right, I feel good again. Let's go. All right. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Just didn't manage my expectations again, right. Again, hey, uh, bus, meet Adelaide. Um, I don't know why, but Adelaide seems to be, for a lot of comedians, just a struggle. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, look, I, I think it's, this isn't a good thing, but, like, I like Adelaide because it helps you get a reality check. <laughs> 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 like, in that sense, like... You're writing, like, and it's it is it is a it does get abused a lot. And it's look, it, look. I'm sure anyone from Adelaide who's listening to this show, you're you're one of the good ones. I'm oh, sure you're lovely. I'm sure you're oh, lovely. I feel like this. Yeah, I'm sure you. You're definitely not the kind of Adelaide we're talking about. We're no. talking about the kind that go to the races. And uh, I was watching Damien Power, his show, and he's talking about how he's in a tent for a month there, and like he does quite like socio political sort of mm. stuff, but like not that. But he does mention like Plato's cave and stuff. But it's not like again, it's not too far. It is a bit far, but it's not like too far. 
But just like he just goes there and like people just don't know what he's talking about. They just don't understand. Like they're just like, mate, <laughs> talk about dicks. Talk <laughs> about dicks. Talk about how much you hate your wife. <laughs> that's the comedy we want. See, that's an ethnic voice. You wouldn't hear that in Adelaide. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, so Adelaide, not as good as Perth. Yeah, no. So, so <laughs> I just realized now while we we're talking, funny ir- ir- irony, uh, my opening night in Perth was the only time I sold out on the whole run <laughs> across both festivals. <laughs> the only night I sold out was the opening night in Perth. That's where I was like, I was like, ooh, opening night. This is crazy. Oh, okay, no, right. Okay, right, no. Oh, right. wait, no. Should have done the math. Even on opening night. Don't make that much money. This oh, yeah. is an expensive venue. I didn't realize. Uh, uh, this is this is costing me a lot. This is and then it's so these things lower and lower. And you're like, well, it's already lost. So who cares? <laughs> it's sunk cost, baby. Like, oh my god, sunk cost fallacy. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, no. So that you, you're actually not doing the fallacy if you if you mm-hmm. don't if you do say it's sunk cost, then you've actually accepted, it, then you're okay. happy. Oh yeah, because yeah. if I was like, oh, I've lost so much money, it's like no, that's gone. It's fun. It's starting from now. Starting from starting from, from now, yes. that money's gone. There's no point in getting upset about that. It's it's finished. Learn from it. <laughs> Try to improve, and maybe don't be too cocky about your things in future. But no need to get upset because you've already got upset yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the day before I had yes. a yeah, but it did it, it did like. So Perth was fine. It was only a week in Perth and it was a, it was a good time. And like that was kind of the start. So I was getting the feel for the show. So I was kind of responsible there in terms of going out and socializing and all that sort of thing. Um, and then, and because I'm alone as well, I think, you know, mm. in, in life in general. <laughs> what, was I, what was I talking about? <laughs> what are we doing? Um, I don't so, know. Well, you're, you're deep seated, uh, seated, seated. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's funny because of that, like, I think it's very easy. It's, for me to do anything, it actually does require a degree of effort. Like, because I've always, there's no one. I've got no one. Mm. So I'm like, there's like, there's no one pushing me to go out. There's no one. There's no one. Mm. I, I'm always going to be the third wheel in any group I hang out with because I've got no friends. So it makes a uh, being no. out. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's it's, it's, it's cool. I, I accept it. Um, you know, it's yeah, life. Yeah. Can't do anything about it. Um, so, yeah, because uh, besides, I don't have to talk to people if it wasn't the case. So it's, it's great. I can leave whenever I want. Amazing. Oh, yeah, perfect. Um, Just go on a podcast when, you know, you can't hear no one answering. Exactly. It's amazing. That's what I mean. I'm two people away from this being the perfect podcast. <laughs> Um, so, just a man talking to a mic on his own in a closet then so but it, no, because that does make it easy for me to stay in because like yeah mm. anyone who's out I'm like hey guys what are you doing it's, it's such a drainer you don't want to do it uh, so Perth I didn't get up to much and Adelaide I had the concern of uh, the show because of how it was mm. going I was like it's not going so badly that I'm just going to go fuck it and start drinking and stuff and like not care it's not going that badly. It's going badly enough where I should be putting in promo efforts every day and trying to build it and trying to go out and do stuff. And it's not going so well that I'm like, woo, and just <laughs> rocking. It was very much that middle ground uh, where it's like, oh, if I slug it out, I could probably get a few more people in, so I shouldn't do anything else. So in Adelaide, I was kind of responsible like that. And then I got a straight infection, fun. which is great. Uh, look, I, I forgot my classic rule, which is... Uh, during any festival, you whenever you're in any situation where like beforehand you know you're going to be like running around and stuff, you should just ramp up your vitamin intake. I think just like because it, yeah, you, your body's just like more susceptible to not. You're going to miss a meal here. You're going to be a bit extra cold there. So it's like you're meeting you really a should, lot more people. And yes. you're meeting, exactly. So it's like that's I forgot to do that, which I'd learned like last year, but then I forgot. Got to love 
Oh, yeah, less, mistakes. Oh, yeah, oh, no. could, uh, about three times. recently we had like a just a lesson, like a like a living document, basically of like things we learned, which we should have implemented years ago. <laughs> no, yes, uh, taking vitamins should be added to that list. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's flu true. shots should be added to that list. <laughs> I did forget oh, about word. the fact that you're meeting so many people. That is actually a yeah. good reason. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. I need to get some vitamins now. Actually, it's a good point. I'm gonna do that away from here. Yeah, yeah. that's that's crazy. You know, it's toughen you up. That's what I say. But um, yeah, but because of that I had like a. I was I was I didn't have any big nights in LA. Like and I was kind of like very tame because I I just sat at home having hot chicken pho just to, to have some sort of soup in me and then That's nice. sit there and watching bloody Netflix. That was my that was my Adelaide and I'm like, yeah. Party animal. <laughs> <laughs> How party appropriate animal. for a book show. Oh, hey. that was, yeah. yeah, that was uh so it was informative, I think. I guys, and it's at the time you're like, "Fuck this," and then afterwards you're like, "No, actually, no. There was there was definitely actually some good in it. There was actually quite a bit of good. Like the reviews were ridiculously good. We got well, five good. first ever five star, which was nice. Oh, uh, congratulations, yeah. I know it was ridiculous. Like, it was just, uh, and like, yeah, I didn't get anything low. Really, it was like fours, four and a half, fives. Like everyone who came great. along, who saw it as a book show, like, yeah, it's, it's great for that. Um, so that was good. Everyone who came along enjoyed it. It's just the marketing stuff. I right? just got to get the promo right. So I think I just need to get more. Yeah, just that side of things. Just plan it better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're in Melbourne over the <laughs> Melbourne International Comedy Festival, yeah. Oh yeah, because this uh, is uh, and yeah. If you if you want to go see, yeah, if you want to go see my lovely face for a bit as well, like if that helps appeal yeah. to, which um, it should. It's a good face. I think so. Great face. Mm. It's good. Yeah. So where would we? <laughs> uh, it's 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 on a. T- <laughs> Right, right, okay. You're telling me to promote. On, you're bad. This is what I'm. This is why you're bad. This is why I'm doing bad. This, this is where you slot in, being I'm, like, "Hey, I'm here. Go see it." Well, I'm sorry. I'm a creative. Okay, <laughs> I'm not good at this. When you said, "Do you want to produce things?" No, I don't, because it's mm. too stressful and I'm bad at it. Exactly. Okay, I don't want to sell not out. Someone who's good at that stuff. Okay, I want to be telling jokes. You don't want to sell out, but you do want to sell out. So. <laughs> No, no, I definitely want to sell out. Uh, <laughs> and I guess that means I do should sell out. Um, so, no, so the show is at Tasman Terrace. It starts April 8 to 21. Uh, Sorry, what? The show. Enunciate. Slow down. I have no idea what you said and I've seen your promo material. Okay. All right. Fine. Look, I don't like this stuff. I, if you don't but, want to toot your own horn, I'll no, find no. it. I'll toot your horn. I toot my horn daily, thank Fine. you. I know how to toot my own horn. Well, evidently, That's... no, you don't. That's true. I'm bad at it. <laughs> I, uh, I just, uh, See, I think I never got past that age when you were two years old when you realized other people have different brains to you. So in my head, I'm always like, what? everyone knows this. <laughs> everyone knows what I'm thinking, right? I don't need to vo- word it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm just like, everyone knows what I'm thinking, what I'm talking about. That's why sometimes I get halfway through a conversation, I just start saying stuff, and then I'm like, everyone's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, you can't hear Yeah, <laughs> my brain. I was like, ah, oh, right. yeah, sorry, I jumped into this two sentences yeah, so- late. Uh, let me yeah. just backtrack a bit. Yeah, my exactly. bad. This is super interesting, but I still don't know what's happening with your show, George. <laughs> it is it is called it is called a book lovers comedy show. Oh yes, and do you have uh, like an is, Instagram for that or something? Uh, yes, book lovers comedy. Cool. Any spaces or uh, no? Just, no, it's one, just word? one word. Book okay. lovers okay. comedy. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is on at Tasma Terrace, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is one Parliament Place, mm-hmm. possibly, mm-hmm. in Melbourne, starting April eight to twenty one, and it is on at eight fifteen. Have I PM? If I put enough plosives into this now, if is I enunciate it clearly, yeah, it's every night. Yeah, it's seven every days night. a week. Seven days a week for two weeks, starting on April eight. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I will be. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, it's been a bit slow. 
It's been like, no, the show will be fun. Like it's it's great. And actually here in Melbourne's amazing because I've got access to just everyone on the planet, like in terms of comedians. So like the, there's no stress in terms of full top notch performance. How great is Melbourne? Anyway. Yeah, just in terms of like the access, it's like Edinburgh. Edinburgh was the best because it's like mm. everyone is there. But here it's like, yeah, I know everyone's and everyone kind of heard about the show. Everyone's interested in it because all the comedians, every comedian who's come on the show has absolutely loved it because they're like, it's the most fun show you can do because every audience is there and they're all geeking out together and it's just the most warm, lovely like I'm getting heckled by by the fact that I haven't read Tim Winton. Like that's a <laughs> that is some healthy heckling in general. You know what I mean? Like that is that yes. is some wholesome heckling that's going on there compared to most shows. Mm-hmm. So the comedians all love it. They can just audiences they're really supporting the comedians feel warm. So it's this really lovely vibe in the room. But I think I'm getting more, the closer I'm getting to it, the more I'm like, I just got to like. Just this is the first year, you know. Fuck it. I just got to try and get more people in as many as possible because, like, yeah, it's not Edinburgh. Uh, people don't know what it is. People get scared that it's going to be some super smart literary. You need to have read sixteen books to watch it. They're yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, this is material comedians do in comedy nights yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. They just most of the time when they do it because people get nervous because it sounds kind of smart and it's eleven p.m. in a back room of a pub. It doesn't go as well. It's so like, all right, I get to do some jokes which are actually for everyone, but they're kind of yes slightly not like clever <laughs> i'm nervous about even saying it because it always sounds douchey no matter what i do it always until people come along and everyone comes along it's like oh yeah okay that's uh this show's really fun it's really nice it's really good okay yeah it's mm-hmm. a great idea oh we should do this so it's basically it's like a, a comedy showcase of all different kinds of comedians talking about their experience with books and reading yeah well or anything literary or even word-based. Like as in, so like uh, I had a guy talking about how weird it is how baby got turned into a sexual connotation. That's exactly. Oh, man, that's funny ass. That's, that's funny ass. Good. Exactly. Like that's a funny thing. And that's like, yeah. oh, like, oh, this nerd is scared. It's like, no, that's funny for anyone. Like that's uh, and- Linguistics is great. Yeah, but again, if I'm like, oh, it's about reading or linguistics, this comedy show, everyone's going to be like, what? This sounds so smart. This sounds like <laughs> homework, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. So it's a... Uh, it's, it's a hard. comedy show you might learn something in. No. <laughs> it's good old-fashioned edutainment. You're going to come out dumber? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say here anymore, okay? It's very difficult to explain to people. But uh... Have you ever engaged in English, the language? Yes, this is the show for you. Yeah. It's like, do you like wit? That's like it. Do you like something being witty at all? Uh, that sounds still? too hoity-toity yeah, for me. Yeah, that's what I mean. God. Do you like the works of Oscar Wilde? It's a not. <laughs> no, I don't. I once um, at our high school we had like at the end of year twelve for valedictory the prizes you won were books like you'd get book prizes Ooh. so they'd all be related Ooh, to someone's a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say yeah. I, was... <laughs> I, was, I was I was very lucky and got three book prizes. Wow. I haven't opened any of. <laughs> Is one of them the collective works of Oscar Wilde? Is yes. that why you're bringing this up? One of them is the collective works of Oscar Wilde. It's quite a big book. It's very pretty. The pictures are great. Oh, I don't know. Actually, the cover pictures. <laughs> but I keep it because it's beautiful and one day I'll read it. Yeah. I don't no, know. No, about- I've opened it. Yeah, I read a poem. Yeah, I don't know about collected works because it's just too big. Just, it's kind of gross how big and like. No, I mean, it's very beautiful. Oscar Wilde wrote like one book. Mm. He only wrote one book. That's more than me. He's doing well. Good on you, Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he needs our support. He's dead, okay, right? <laughs> He's, he, was a, he was a master wordsmith. He's a, yeah, a picture of, have you ever read The Picture of Dorian Gray? No. This is what the show's like. You haven't read The Picture of Dorian Gray? <laughs> I've I always seen sound like the film, maybe. 
Maybe, maybe you've seen the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Maybe I've Gentlemen. seen the. Yes, yes, I have. It was not great. Yeah, it's not yeah, great. Although, yeah, uh, yeah, no. Good swan song for uh, old mate uh, Sean Connery, though. <laughs> I don't think it is. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's uh, no picture. It's got, he's just a witty, just a witty mofo. Yeah. He's just such a witty, witty guy. Yeah. But uh, point is, it's not just that. Okay. All right, we'll go. Um, come down. Come down. We'll all be there. We'll be there. This is all turned into an extended yes. ad for sure a Lovers Comedy Show. Uh, yes, all right. that, that book lovers comedy show. But it's uh, you know, it's fun of the like gotta say it three times, George. Book lovers comedy times. show. That's the book lovers in, comedy. Then I'll yeah. pop up behind you in the mirror and be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't read Dorian Gray? <laughs> exactly. That's why the candy man was so damn good at advertising. Yeah, yeah that's true. Say it three times. That's why everyone likes candy. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's funny because now I've actually given up on doing uh even when you do spots, it's like it's so <laughs> touch and go doing anything book related sometimes because some of it people just shut down they get nervous they just get nervous when you're like oh here's a joke that's slightly book related and people are like this is nerd shit this has got nothing to do with me issues this has got to do with you being a nerd it's like, <laughs> it's like just relax it's what's, funny what's for that? everyone big old book nerd yeah, yeah. no reading I, I would, if I could do it I'd know it was bad no no <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, it always <laughs> devolves into us uh, making fun of people who don't read, which is not what the show's about <laughs> at all. I um, don't read. I'm. I want to see your show. You don't. My read? favorite. I think my one of my friends. <laughs> thank you. Wait, it's what? Show. <laughs> uh, it shows. Yes. Hmm? Oh dear, no, God. The um. You know that thing that went around on Facebook many moons ago where people were like, name your top 10 most influential books and then tag your friends. I got ta- 10. Yeah, like it was like well, the books that changed your life. My friend tagged me in it and legitimately two of the books that have influenced my life the most are um, Oh Say Can You Say by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> that book sparked my love of language. It was either that book or another Dr. Seuss book I convinced people that I could read when I was a child, I think it was like two or three, because I got my parents to read it to me so often that I memorized when ah. to turn the pages so it looked like I could read uh, and I couldn't. <laughs> and that's really set me up for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, okay. But the other one I didn't realize until so recently, it's like a, um, you know, so there used to be a series of books done by Barbie where they would put the Barbies in different poses and they'd take photos of, like, sets of Barbie and they'd, that would be the pictures to the storybook. Yeah. And it was um, about Barbie's big day or Barbie. She's an actress pretty much. And in the book it, like, opens with, like, a, a twist. It's like, Barbie's coming down the aisle, but the husband's not Ken. I love you, Suzanne. I love you too, Stephen. And then it turns out, <laughs> cut. Oh, it was an acting all along. So fun. An interviewer comes along to interview Barbie and being like, what is the day in the life of Barbie the actress holds? And then the whole scene, the rest of the book is a montage of like Barbie's like busy day doing a variation of lots of different things that have to do with supporting her own career. And at the end, she goes out to dinner with Ken. And every single time I am doing anything remotely positive with my life. And I didn't realize, but I relate it back to that book. And I'm like, am I doing multiple things that are going to help my career in an end stage? Yes. Oh, good. Like all this week when we've been planning for big deal, it's like, well, it's like, it's like, well, I guess a normal day for me would be today. I went to the shops to pick up our props. I went back to the studio for a little quick recording session, had a quick meeting, organized the catering for the next meeting. And then I went out to dinner with myself at home. <laughs> it's tuna and uh, vegetables frozen. Oh, uh, delicious. No, that's, <laughs> that's not sad at that's all. That's hilarious. That's, mm, mm. So how, how are you going, Cass? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just change it. 
Hey, um, you I can't think... switch to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think that's a great segue sound. Better. I'm eating dinner alone, which is tuna and frozen vegetables, which, which oh, makes hey. me relate to Barbie's fake life. <laughs> how, how how you going, girl? The tuna yeah. and fake vegetables was a lie to make myself feel better. Uh, sometimes it's just a couple of scoops of cookie butter. <laughs> <laughs> I Mine have. Hang on a second. <laughs> Do you say cooking butter? Cookie butter. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Cookie butter. So you know like peanut butter? Okay. So it's, okay. it's a paste made out of cookies. Gotcha. <laughs> Initially I thought you were eating. Of... How does that exist? Okay. Uh, that's the thing I brought in a jar today. Did you was see that me? what that was? Yeah. Mm. I, I brought, I brought my gloopy. own dinner today. Okay. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm doing well. I just need to eat better. Let me cook for you, please. Yeah. Just something. <laughs> Let me cook for you. Yeah. Oh, come on, go out and get some food. It'll be good. We'll eat, we'll eat food. We'll, we'll eat be food. good eats. It'll be good. It'll be good snackies. Um, yeah, maybe some, like, you know, the little, you know, the pasta with a thing inside it, whatever you call them. <gasps> little spinach boys with a bit of fat. Tasty treasures. Tasty treasures in pastry. <laughs> oh, that's the name. With a bit of sauce or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. So those ones, Um, what are they called? The ravioli. Ravioli. Yeah. My favorite topping for ravioli is burnt butter sage sauce. Oh, yum. Which which is you put butter in a pan, you melt the butter, you boil yeah. the butter till it cooks, and then you throw in chopped sage, and then the sage crackles and becomes super crispy. Very nice. Ooh. It's just butter, though. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. I am convinced butter's good for you. But um, my waning health <laughs> refuses to let me publish my paper. <laughs> no, I'm doing good. Um, so, oh, we've, so we've sort of been in, like, okay, the first phrase that came to my mind was crisis mode, but that's not right. Um Working mode, stress work mode. Not even it's not even been stressful in any yeah. meaningful way. It's like superfluous stress of like, oh, we have to get this done by today. Let's just do it. I don't know. We've been pretty much been um, working towards be putting on big deal for the past few weeks, Which and it gets our Melbourne International Comedy Fest. Yes, show. Mm. yes. If you want to see, guys, a- no one wants to hear about a Melbourne Comedy Festival <laughs> show, right? Yeah, look, fair, good point. Yeah, if you want to see a nightmare quiz show hosted by the fabulous Jackson Bailey, um, mm-hmm. come along. I'm performing on the April twentieth uh, mm-hmm. with Tom Walker, Demi Lana, and Adam Carnavale. Yes, you want to come see it, so you should buy a ticket. I'll be in the crowd, stressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but um, the last few weeks of putting that together, it's um. For 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 us, this whole thing was a massive learning experience. Mm-hmm. Like every single thing we did, um, was the first time we did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Like uh, I think we we went and approached this time with being like, let's just not do a podcast live. Let's yeah. actually try and put together something a little different. Yeah. Oh, and and it's, it's just been very learny curvy. <laughs> it's been very learny curvy. Um, I, the biggest struggle has honestly been props because we've mm-hmm. made this a super prop heavy show and it's been worth it. It is so much fun to do. Just seeing the look on new people's <clears throat> faces when they see what we've made. Oh, yeah. It's just heartwarming. Yeah, um, for me, for me, it's always been uh, Jack Jackson. He's always <laughs> he's the host of the show with the kind of like the driving force behind it. It's been like, can I do this? And me being like, Okay. <laughs> then I have to go and then talk to our producer and be like, okay, these things. And she's got to come back to me with, okay. <laughs> she yeah. does her research to see if we can legally do a certain thing. And I'm like, okay, let's pair this back. Okay, what's the... uh What's the essence of this gag that he wants? Okay, how can we make this a thing? Oh, it's been a it's been a mental gymnastic ride. Yes, it's been great. It's been it's been insane, but it's been good. Mm. Like th- throughout the process, anything that sort of come up as like because 
yeah, my my main focus of it has been sourcing and making props and like mm. putting them together and stuff. And there's just been some that just refuse to come together. I think it for I think for every single prop we've made or put together or done, there has been an issue. Yes, of yeah. some variety. <laughs> yes, um, which is. Like, coming out of it now, it's not been an issue. And, again, it's not been stressful in a way that actually makes you feel bad. You just sort of like, ah, okay, we need to find something else. And being like, oh, we need to get this done within a certain day. So there's been the pressure of time because I think there's one particular prop we've been trying to make for uh, a month. And it came together the day before the show, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as things I want to do. But they look great now. Yeah. As a fun as a fun exercise. Hey, Cass, how, how much does it cost to print things? So, um, <laughs> just as a, a really fun thing, um, if you want something printed in, um, let's let's go A0, so like a big poster. So you might think, okay, printing on paper, it's a bit of money. Uh, paper is like, you know. You know, it if, should, if you, shouldn't be too expensive, right? It shouldn't be too expensive. Like, even if it's massive, you're like, okay, you know, you go to a, an expensive printing place, it's like a dollar per sheet. Okay, so like, that's like dollar per sheet, A4 to A3 to A2 to A1 to A0. Okay, so it should be like 15 bucks. Yeah, right? Should be. Yeah, should be. 35 yeah, yeah. Um, is what it turns out. And when you go to order uh, 10, mm. oh, 20 of them. Yeah. Suddenly you're like, oh, hang on. You go you go to tap the card and they say, so that'll be $700. And you say, ah. Oh. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, I might um I might just I, I think I have to speak to my boss about this one. Um <laughs> they're like, Do you want me to suspend the order? And I was like, oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah we're coming yeah, back for this. Yeah. We did no, not. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> so finding other solutions, um, always tapping into your connections. So when you're starting out at something new, it's always good to remember the people around you who would have had more experience because especially when you're doing something new that is quite monumentous, like putting on a show with, like, we have a team, mm. but we're all new to it. Mm. Remembering the people you can call on because it just feels overwhelming. You're like, oh, my God, I have to do this and this and this and this and the other thing. And it's like, hey. Do you reckon, you know, our producer who has to get our posters printed, do you reckon, do you reckon they might know <laughs> where to find some things? Okay, yeah. Let, okay, let's ask. Oh, yeah. Okay, they've saved our lives. Thank you. <laughs> so, so, so much fun. <laughs> Learny curvy. But it's been, it's been really good. I've really enjoyed it. But mm. it's been the first time in probably, I don't know, that I can remember. I'm sure I did it in my previous job. But, like, having so much work back to back and it's something that I – something that I care about a lot and mm. want to do really well. And so I've been nonstop about it for, 
you know, I think a couple of weeks <laughs> to the point months. where yeah, <laughs> but, gone for a while, yeah, yeah, and it sort of ramped up toward the end. So like we came back, I think the Friday before our show started, we came and sat down, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, okay, and everyone's like. I think Zoe, um, another friend of the show, she's in the show as well, was like, okay, I think we need to take a five-minute break. And I went to sit down and I was like, I can't. I'm just going to get <laughs> – I'm going to make another list. We need to figure out what we need. We haven't done this. And then we got to the venue. All the props were finished. Was- You're also a shark. You just can't stop moving or else we die. I would have done. I was like – We figured it out. I was like, you guys take the break. I understand that. I'm not going to. Um, you need to respect that. Um, and then we got to the venue and everybody – he forgot microphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh this my is god! A laugh that's hiding a deep pain. Oh, it was just so funny. Like uh, the the day before, I was talking to my housemate, and I was like, because it was just I, I mm. came home and just like, was like, oh, I'm just going to debrief. And it was just like, oh, you know, we've never done anything like this before. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah. Well, for every other show, all the li- literally the only things we've needed microphones, maybe some chairs, mm-hmm. and we got to the venue and wouldn't. So there were oh, four or five, six of us who were yeah. carting everything over. Seven? Yeah. Uh, no microphones. Yeah. No microphones. It Guess was- what we do for most of our job is uh, <laughs> audio-based. <laughs> yeah. But it's been going really well. The opening night went really, really well. But mm-hmm. after the first, uh, you, you don't realize how much adrenaline is carrying you. Because after the first show was finished, all of us sort of just yep. sat down. It was like... I. I could go to sleep immediately. Oh, yeah, we all just shut it's, down. I oh, know I shut down. Oh, completely. Just all of us switched off and it was just like, okay, let's go and sit down, I guess. And it's like, oh, we should go to a bar. Okay, can I sit there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I slept for 12 hours as well. Oh, it was just exhausting. And then... Um, and in fact, you're on stage. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's that's the thing as well. You, like, you have that adrenaline of we just need to make sure everything's done. At no point was I ever stressed that the production wasn't going to be good. I knew mm. it was always going to be... Good. It's really fun. Uh, that was my stress. Ah, that's what I. Yeah. That's your burden. Yeah, so you're the props of. I was all that like sort of like semi-producing, semi-directing kind of yep. stuff. From I was like, all right, cool. Having to go from that perspective, and I'm sitting in the back. I, I didn't sit down during the whole stage. I was at the back. So I'm like, oh, you'll sit. No, 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 no. Can't sit. Can't sit. Can't sit. Can't sit. Can't sit. I'm just like, I'm pacing back and forth at the back of the um the venue, being just like, cool, cool, cool. There's so many times I'm like, all right, is running short in the tooth, along the tooth. This needs to be going, and I'm like, every moment I'm like, all right, this needs to be altered. We got to fix this. We got to do that. Just Mental noting everything that's sort of either potentially going wrong. And by going wrong, I mean like a slight imperfection. But like it's this kind of thing where you're like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's yep, all part yep, of it. Yeah, because for you guys, this was your first like planned yeah, show yeah, yeah. thing with a structure that's yeah. actually like. Ah, I know. We're, we're, I think I was too relaxed about this yeah, for this, like yeah. compared to you. I was like, oh yeah, yeah whatever. It's just where, where I like to call us what we do with a live show with podcasting is um, we're lazy improv because yeah. we just sit down and then talk, um, you know, and just talk. Get the topic. Hope you're still funny. Yeah, has fingers crossed. Does someone laugh? Oh, phew. Okay, I'm good for the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> where, whereas what we kind of did, uh, especially opening night, like for example, because George, you were helping out with um, being <laughs> a bit of a stagehand. Yeah, and that came together literally two days before. Yeah. It was actually a good, very good, very good feature for something that just came together. Yeah, yeah. and so it was just kind of like a lot of this stuff is just flying by the seat of our pants, just kind of like, is this funny? Is this funny? And this funny? Like, and this certain things are like yes, and other things are like yes. Oh, it wasn't. Dang. 
But uh, yeah, people laughed though. People had a good time. I think so. Yes, I yeah. think uh, a lot of good feedback and like a lot of people seem to enjoy the show, which is really great. And um, mm. it is literally can only get better. Yeah, and the comedians <laughs> seem to have a good time as well. Mm. Oh, we can get worse. That was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, so come see Big Deal yes. every Saturday at the mm. Cooper's Inn yeah. in Melbourne. It's on at four p.m. Runs for just under an hour, mm-hmm. and you can stay in the bar afterwards. We'll come say hi. Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah, you just be more relaxed with the next one. And the plus idea is like the first shows where you get to see okay, that one wet did go a bit longer. That one you could actually get more out of. Yeah. And you just do those little mm. twigs, you just make it flow really nice. So that's why yeah. it's like the yeah, anyone mm. should go check it out. Because and the good thing about it is it's not like it's a show like yeah, you, it, like obviously the podcast is very much you got your fan base that kind of drill, but this kind of thing where everyone can go along. You yeah, can friends you who don't no listen. Knowledge. So yeah, 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 nothing. You just go and watch, and you're just exactly. like, this is some weird, uh, sh- crazy shit that uh, I'm really on board with. Yeah, yeah. So if you have, uh, if you're listening, you want to come, and you're Melbourne, you're like, oh, I like this guy, these guys, but uh, all my friends, they don't listen to the podcast. They kind of hate us. Um, don't worry, you don't even need to like us. You, you just don't need drag to like your us. mates. Um, but yeah, it's, it's I've all. Now that we're sort of like getting involved with like a lot more comedians, that kind of stuff, and also seeing a lot more like shows here and there, uh, I never realized just how much a performance of like a comedian stand up changes from like the opening like night mm. to its closing. I never realized just oh, yeah, how no. much that just differentiates. Yeah, look, I don't want to uh, go see comedians on their first week, but at the same time. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> go um, see him the first week, then go see him the last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's why, well, most people have preview shows. That's why they kind of yeah. work on it. And the kind of better you get, I guess, is kind of the better you're going to be at uh, mm. changing it quicker to get yeah. to where it should be. But, like, the fact is it, it changes from every comedian and from every show to show. Some comedians mm. take literally, like, I remember people were like, I didn't get it until, like, the last three days of the festival was when I finally figured out how yeah, to structure right. and stuff. And yeah, even I've had that before. It's like you're halfway through and you're like, oh, I just not feeling you like switch, do some big structural change and all it just clicks and you're like, oh, okay, mm. fuck. Because like you just kind yeah, of play as you go. Mm. I never realized because I always assumed like, oh, yes, it's all a polished thing for every com- No, it, it's just this living, breathing organism that yeah. I, I've seen some comedy acts like almost followed them from like Perth Fringe to Adelaide to Melbourne, then to Edinburgh. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's incredible how much it has changed over those because uh, like it's the same show in a sense, it's got yeah. the same name and that kind of stuff, but it has changed dramatically. And it was just like, ah, yes, in Edinburgh when it's like all came together and was just like you've, you've practiced it enough and you got it downbeat. I'm like, that is an amazing show. And yeah, it's, but, just, it's incredible to watch. But it's also funny though because like like you said, it is actually an organic thing, so it's actually mm. reactive a bit as well. So like I mean, I saw one, I won't say who he was, but he was a big name comedian, and I saw his show in Perth, and I was like, this show is fucking really good, like really good. Like I'm like, oh, this is there, like this mm. is actually better than I was expecting to be, just in terms of like it was deeper and more nuanced and stuff. Um, and then I just saw him in Melbourne. He's like, yeah, man, it's just not hitting here. And I'm like, what do you mean? It was it was done and like you're from Melbourne and stuff and he's like yeah it's just not I don't know what it is maybe it's just like the energy's different or something so sometimes it can actually go in the other like it's, just, it's funny how just the show yeah, just right. changes and like as in the mood changes the crowd <laughs> changes and whatever so it's like mm. yeah it is a it is a you don't know when yeah like that's, and, the, like, and that's the thing like, and then also like performances from night to night which is sort of a just something I never really thought about or something yeah. I never really yeah. considered and it's, it's, it's such a, a fascinating thing watching a lot of stand-ups you know practicing their craft from like night, they, you know, night to night day to day to be like man these guys are incredible yeah <laughs> anyway so much, so much respect for you guys now. yeah, <laughs> yeah what can I say it's a, it's a tough job yeah. it, it, it was tough once but now I'm really good at it so <laughs> <laughs> phenomenal I've had like three nights, three good nights in a row. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I think I got this down. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Crack the code. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been George. I've been Cass. And we're still fine. We'll be fine if you come to our shows. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you do need help, go get it. We're not qualified in any way, shape, or form. But if you want to help support us, just head to uh, sanspantsplus.com and give what you can and help support this happy little show. And if you want to stay in contact with us out of uh, the podcast realm, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at GoddammitZamit. I'm at the G Dimmer. I'm at Rubbly Plank. And I'm at Cass Cass Page. Thank you so much for finally changing, Cass. Yes, one of my many marvellous decisions. Mm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.